Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, brought to you by <laughs> our guest, Bruce from HypeBot, and Bands in Town now, right? I, I wondered if I was supposed to jump in there and just say those names. HypeBot <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Hi, and Bands in Town bring you the Music Biz Weekly Podcast every Proud. week. We do say it, it every week, it and now you're here. Yep. So, so Bruce, let's let's just dive right in. Update us and everybody. I mean, we've seen the press release and the right. announcement, but how did this happen with Bands in Town <laughs> purchasing HypeBot? Where you know what what are you what excited about? What does it mean? <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know when I figure it out. No. Okay. Uh, the, uh, uh, so the last time we all talked, I was no noting was uh, the end of February, and actually I was in the thick of the negotiation then. But um, Bands in Town, uh, one of the uh, senior executives is a guy named John Ostro, who used to work with Ariel Hyatt, you know, who's a name you guys know, and yeah. had his own mic control blog, yep. one of the oh, early Oh, yeah, I remember mic control. Yeah, exactly. So he he's... Uh, He's now their chief revenue officer, which really means he sort of runs a lot of the a lot of the company, frankly. And I believe he's the genesis of of the thought. They they called up one day and said, "Hey, have you ever thought about selling and getting involved with a company like this, et cetera?" For me, it was um, a great fit because I think Bands in Town is such a useful tool. There's no question, I believe, that an artist needs to use it. So. And and it's free, you know. At it, at its core, the product is free for artists to get their tour dates up there. So it it was it felt comfortable for me, and it also then when I got to know the people, um, it felt comfortable as well. Uh, so they acquired um, Hypot, and then we have an arrangement for me to continue to edit and write it, and in, in much like I always did. Uh, there's some additional support and some you know um, in terms of advertising and SEO and. You know, I suspect we'll be redoing the site, et cetera, et cetera. But that part of it hasn't changed at all. And then for them, I, I believe it's part of a, a greater uh, content strategy. At its core, the founders of, of Bands in Town uh, and John and, and the team really do want to help developing artists. It's not just that's not honestly how they make their money, but it's but it's their passion. You know, Bands in Town makes their money through advertising primarily and through a little tiny fraction of the of the ticket purchase. So when you click through to Bands in Town to Ticketmaster, it's this is no secret. You know, they get a little 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 bit they get of an affiliate um, commission. Yeah, exactly. So and in fact, uh, I don't think it's a secret that Bands in Town is. Um, uh, you know, a major ticket seller for Ticketmaster, for Live Nation, et cetera, the major driver of ticket sales. So, um, but at its core, the, the, the team really wants to help developing artists. And they've come to understand that uh, with 80% or whatever the number is you want to use of the revenue that uh, artists make coming from live touring or related revenue, like selling merch, that they could perhaps have a real impact on that. Because bands in town allows you to uh connect with your core live music fans so yeah. you know it's hypebot and and my involvement because i think as your listeners probably know i also own a booking agency skyline artists and have a lot of you know history and, and hopefully knowledge in the world <laughs> of touring um that that um you know we can use the tools and the knowledge and the data within bands in town to help artists that's that's right. really the core so 
And one of the things that's exciting about bands in town, I mean, people know that it's this app and that it can look at your music library and tell you when your favorite artists are coming to town. And that's, that's fantastic. But one of the exciting things about bands in town that I use a lot is I can reach out to the fans, the trackers of my audience for free. And then if I want to really hit a like competitive artist, I can do that very inexpensively, very surgically, and it works really well. The open rates and click-through rates are above industry standards. And if you were to work with, say, one of the major online retailers, for example, you can get some of the same services, but you don't necessarily get all the data. You don't know how many people it went to and what the open rate was, et cetera. So I'm a big fan of uh, bands in town. Is you hear Alexa talking in the background, reminding me to do something every day at two o'clock? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was reminding me to do my update my social media. Anyway, um, no, thank you. And and yes, the the tracker feature where you where art where fans follow you and say next time they're coming to town or near my town uh, is and and the ability to be able to message those trackers for free, I think is very powerful. And, and thanks, you know, for mentioning the, the paid platform as well, that's bands in town for promoters. Uh, and you know, it, it is particularly effective in using like-minded art and reaching like-minded artists. You can say, uh, the fan, I want to reach, you know, people tell me I always sound like Metallica. Well, I don't want to reach Metallica fans that live within 30 miles of my home city or something. So, it's it, it it's 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 good and it's unique and and those platforms are are not going to change. Um, and there are some there are also some really good analytics of those trackers and that's actually an update that will happen. Let's just say in the next sixty days, uh, where those analytics and your free access to those analytics are going to improve uh, dramatically. Yeah, and I think it's a good match, Bruce, because my only complaint about bands in town is that when I talk to artists and managers about it, they're like, "Oh, you can do that." Like, right. I was. And I feel I was, like now you have this platform where you can. I think that's the missing piece. Go ahead, Mike. I, I was. I was going to add to that. The the. You know, it, 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 it's, it's no surprise we are big fans of Bands in Town because it is a great tool. But I can't tell you, I, I literally just picked up a new client this week, and um, yeah, they, they've got a Bands in Town account, and there was probably 10,000 people tracking them. They didn't know what to do with it. Right. You know, and I right. think that's the big thing is um, the artists out there, for the most part, aren't educated on the tool sets and what you can do. When I'm like, well, you know, you can send a message to 10,000 people right now. They're like, but I don't want to send a show message. I'm like, you don't have to. It can say anything you want. You could promote an album in there. You could promote a T-shirt. The point is you've got these people that you can message, and they're like, how often can I do that? I'm like, every day. Now, I'm not saying yeah. you should, but you can. I mean, right. and it's free. So right. I think that's part of the challenge I'm facing when I'm dealing with artists is they know of bands in town, and they pretty much, I think, see it as that's just where I go put tour dates. Sure. Yeah. The rest of the powerful tool set, they don't quite know is there or how to use it. Yeah, and I, I, 
uh, you know, we look at certain companies and I'll say, you know, I think CD Baby, Banzoogle, TuneCore, they've done a very good job with, you know, um, blogging and going to conferences and creating conferences, et cetera, and reaching out to their community of artists consistently over a long period of time. And so eventually the message of what they do and all the interesting extras that are on their platform gets out. And, and you know, a company like Bands in Town needs to do that too. And that's clearly something that, um, that that's why I'm here. That's my purpose. So are you life. saying you're going to invite us to the first HypeBot conference? Uh, I'm, I, yeah, sure. No, you're, <laughs> you're going to run. That's it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to. Fair enough. Fair enough. A lot more conferences. We're talking about, you know, the a lot of different ways to do that without, you know, uh, revealing all the things that haven't exactly been decided yet. But but it's absolutely the plan. More conferences, a lot more blogging on. But, you know, at the same time, you'll see a lot of that content on HypeBot, but HypeBot hasn't become the Bands in Town blog. There's a Bands in Town for artists blog and in fact we just for the first time um and you can sign up for a free newsletter there if you're a bands in town for artist artist if you will if you've signed up for your free account um and we just added social channels for that you know the uh, bit for artists uh twitter instagram awesome and facebook so, um sign up for those as well uh, you know i it, you're, but you're absolutely right it does stuff that people don't understand what what it does and we've got to get the word out there there's a a feature it's actually not really used in that much, but it, it exists already and it is about to be improved uh, dramatically in an update that's coming later this summer. And that is a, um, I, I'm going to get the wording wrong, but it's basically come play my town. So the tracker or whoever, when they discover the band, if, if you've got the widget on your site or you can put just this button on your site, you know, you can track um you know where fans want you to come I, play. I, I actually cool. i actually saw that on one of my clients i embedded right. his bands in town dates on his website and right. i saw the button show up and i'm like i don't recall seeing that before i right. understand what it's about i have no idea right where what where does the where does that click go and how do i find these clicks and it's, honestly it's it, you you saw something in testing phase but by the middle of summer or certainly by the end of summer you'll be able to go on your analytics dashboard and go wow 452 people want me to come to cleveland i better go to cleveland right so that's great it's yeah so that's and you know it's that simple stuff um you know we're totally focusing on helping uh, artists to grow their live fan base to communicate with their live live fan base. That's the focus. You know, we're not trying to be a streaming service or you know do any of the other things in the music industry. We're focused on the live space, and that's so. That's so, so let me throw out one. Here's a wish wish list from me. And and listen, I I love using message your bands and town trackers. I I, uh -huh. I encourage all my clients to do it. I set it up. I do it for them, but. And maybe it's available, and I just haven't figured out where you do this. I want to geo-target that because I don't want to send it to all half a million trackers around the world. I just want to send it to those in the U.S. saying, hey, we just announced our U.S. tour. Right. That's a paid product. So that's the Bands in Town promoter would allow you to do that. That's one of the things you can do within that platform. Yeah. And those are a nickel an email, roughly. They, they You know, it depends, four or five cents an email. Um, there's at the moment $150 minimum. That's something we're toying with. Uh, but but to be able to geo-target 
um, your trackers and only reach specific ones, uh, that's that's a paid product. And by the and, way, you know, Bruce, just really quick, well, I, I do have an account. I have a client that does that with every single release that they have. So I've had a little bit of experience doing those campaigns. And Michael, that's right. it's just as you described, and it's it's super surgical and really easy to use, and uh, it's it's really. Good. I, I, I've used Bands in Town Promoter extensively myself. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I and and maybe the 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 bigger issue is when you go into the back end of Bands in Town Manager and you set up and say I want to message my trackers. There's nothing there that says if you would like to geo target, click here to go off and do that. Well, it just looks like it's not an you're... option. This video will be shown in the next product meeting. I'm there. I'm not you go. Those guys will, they will, they're in the midst of it right now and they love this feedback. I mean, they really do. You know, it's, it's, it's so easy. You know, they're sitting there writing code and making things work and trying to figure out how to make them work for it. That's actually kind of been one of my functions is to look at how I envision this stuff working as somebody who works in the industry. But absolutely, I'm not, I'm, I'm, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, because I'm at, I, I, I literally probably live in bands in town it, daily, maybe every two days with mm-hmm. a dozen different clients that I manage and, you know, setting up tour dates and everything else. And um, so, you know, it's it's a it's a product that I intimately use. So yeah. are you um, this is something, honestly, for for power clients like you. So I, I can't promise we're going to do this for everybody. But do you have a dashboard with all your artists on one dashboard? I do. OK. Yeah. Yeah. The, and that was my that. wish list, yeah. you know, for bands in town is the back end is fine. I can look okay. at every individual campaign. But wouldn't it be cool that it was a little bit more visually, you know, aesthetically pleasing where I could kind of compare visually all my accounts or my accounts, my campaigns mm-hmm. uh, with open rate, click through rate, you know, those kinds of things. So I can get kind of vision. Now I can do that. I can pull that information off, throw it into Excel, yeah. but it would be kind of cool if that, that dashboard was a, a little bit more yeah. uh, sexy. That's a great idea. I mean, one question is that we're, would it be useful to you to somehow track your progress? Um, and, and this is really a question. I'd, I'd love it if, you know, just people that are listening to this, if they have an opinion, reach out to me. Because we're asking, would it be interesting or valuable to be able to compare your progress or your open rates or your tracker growth to other similar artists? Is that? Yes, I think two things that would be very um, helpful. Absolutely. And then kind of what MailChimp does is they run a graph that shows you the average open rate in the music industry is maybe 16, 17%. The average uh, click through is maybe two, 3%. So they have those two lines and then they put your line to show you how you're kind of comparing to industry. So both, I love what you say, like, man, if I could, if I've got a EDM or a country or a heavy metal band, If I could compare that to like competitive, how do you know if you're underperforming and overperforming? Sure. Yeah, right. I like it. Good. Again, these are kind of the kind of things that we're we're um, you know trying to tackle every day. So I appreciate I appreciate the feedback. I really do. And well, I'll share it with them. They'll 
you're going to get at least 30 or 40 more podcast viewers this week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, there are 80 people that work at Bands in Town, and most of them would love to hear exactly the, the kind of feedback you're giving them. So yeah, any anytime, man. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and listen, you've 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 probably heard it, and they've probably heard it, but it's like, come on, just get your tour dates up onto Spotify, so I don't have to worry about Song Kick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> Please. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I know, I know. I, I'm not at liberty to speak. <laughs> Fair <laughs> it, enough. It, it's funny, I, you know. I, I, you know, when I deal with artists who want to still do it themselves, yeah. but I'm advising them. I'm like, yeah. all right. So when you get a tour date, you have to create the Facebook event. You have to yeah. put it on your bands in town, and you have to put it on Songkick. When they're like, Songkick, what's that? Why? I'm like, because if you've got a Spotify page. That's yep. the only way your dates show up on Spotify. It's very valuable for that. Otherwise, yep. Facebook and bands in town pretty much cover the whole ground for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and let's just say it's an issue we're working with. And the fact that bands in town is a wholly independent company, not owned by a major label at like Songkick. Sure. Is, no offense to Songkick, but they're owned right. by Warner Music Group is you know it's a positive and is makes a lot of companies uh want to work with us because we're agnostic to you know any other ecosystem you're not sharing your data with anybody else uh you know another another label or or whatever it might be so yeah um, yeah that, that's certainly always the goal so thank you yeah and i think you know we we recently had the music biz conference in nashville right a few mm -hmm. weeks ago and i noticed that they had a lot of you know, the buzz angles of the world and people setting up these little informational booths. Mm -hmm. And this year, walking through there, there were so many great companies and I learned so much and took back a lot of notes. And I can't help but think, in addition to the power of HypeBot, how cool would it be for those guys to have those informational places to get this message across? Because, sure. you know, if Michael and I are bumping into people who don't really understand kind of the power behind it, I'm sure there's others. And, you know, we always say go to where the party is, right? No, I mean, we reach 130 million um, uh, ticket buyers every month. Wow. 50 million more. It's actually a little north of 50 million people receive notifications either via email or on their phone because they've specifically asked for, um, you know, when this band comes to my town, I want to know about it. Uh, and then the rest of them come through search and the various relationships that we have with other websites. But it's it's a very, very powerful tool. You know, one of the interesting things for us is and yes, you're going to see us doing a lot more conventions. Uh, my focus is is a little more on. Um, uh, developing artists, independent artists, DIY artists. But I'm, you know, for example, I'm going to be at the A2IM convention next week or week yep. after, whenever it is. Yep. Uh, but you know, we're always trying to figure out who controls the website because ultimately that's who puts the tour dates up. Yep. It's also who who will we we hope install the widget because when they install the widget, the analytics get a lot better. There's a lot. There's a, a track. Um, uh, you know, a, a, sign up to track an artist's yep. right within the widget. 
Um, so it's it's good for bands in town. And in fact, we're talking about some sort of bonus things we could do for artists that actually do install the widgets. So for us, in terms of these conventions and getting the word out, the question is who controls the website. And, you know, we have a, a relationship with several of the major label groups that encourage your artists to do it. Uh, but um, and some of them are controlled by the major labels. Some of the websites are controlled by the major labels. But it's it's really a moving target. You know, we've got a whole team that spends their day talking to major management companies like Vector and Maverick or whatever and working with those digital teams, because if you're managed by one of those companies, they control uh, the website. They're also the ones who announce the tour dates, and that's what we want. We want to make sure the tour dates are up the second they're available. You know, right. So it's a it's, a, it's an interesting struggle, and uh, you know, we uh, the company attacks it from every angle possible. Uh, you know, to to determine who controls the website, who controls. You know, we're doing a lot more with booking agencies than we ever did before. The ma major agencies to make sure we get the tour dates on time, to give them dashboards so that they can. You know, they're inevitably going to be mistakes so who, who sees it first and who gets to fix it you know we're trying to make everybody on in the food chain of uh, possible you know speaking of of booking agents it, you know it was i don't know within the last year or so that bands in town law launched bands in town for venues where basically a venue right. Right. can have an account and upload their dates which mm -hmm. was great because for a while when i was working with a venue you know sadly you can't rely on the artist to get that confirmed show up and online ASAP. So at least you can go ahead and do it. Right. Um, what I was going to add is one of the um, ways trackers is bands in town trackers is very important for you. It's almost like even if you don't use it yourself, you still want fans to track you. Yep. Because as when I was booking the venue, and an artist would reach out and go, hey, you know, we're available. You know, do you have an opening? I would go jump into Bands in Town Promoter, do a quick, yeah. just fake setup and go, okay, how many trackers do they have within 50 miles of the venue here? Mm -hmm. And if all of a sudden it's like there's 50,000 trackers, I'm like, okay. I know, yeah, yeah. I know if a date gets out there, it'll right. go to that many people. And more yeah. importantly... I know that if I have to spend additional ad money to promote the show, I can now talk to 50,000 people through the promoter account. So bands right. should be aware that industry people are going into that back end and, sure res and researching you to see, do you really have that big of an audience? Because, gee, bands in town doesn't say you do. Well, and that's one of, one of the unique things about the Bands in Town data is it tracks something. It tracks singularly fans of live music, people who want to see bands live, people who want to see this band's live, people who go to live shows. And as much as, let's say, streaming is an incredibly important metric, sometimes one leads the other. The other the, the other thing is we also know increasingly that you can have a you guys have talked about this a lot. Um, you can have a gazillion streams, but that doesn't mean that it converts to followers or, right. people, or, or even more than that, real fans, people that actually care about you as an artist, people who know anything other than the hook of your song. They may not even know who you are because you're on, you're on some playlist, you know, right. fans of live music. And I'm not putting any of that down, man. I, right. I, I love all that data. I love those services. They're doing a lot for artists. But one of the things that we, you know, we we realize is if you've committed to go to a live show and pay 10 or 20 or 30 or whatever dollars to go to see a live show, if you hit the tracker button, you're a different kind of fan. You yeah, are you're more engaged. engaged. 
then then you know that now you know what what do you do with that and and hopefully we're providing you with ways that you can communicate with those fans and 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 monetize it that's that's really I mean, the goal you, you know it's it's speaking as a fan and i'm sure all three of us can relate to this before bands in town existed the biggest issue fans always had was they didn't hear about the tour date they still right. might they might be your fan they may go to your right. website they may visit you on facebook or something else but for whatever reason they're not in the right list or they're not in the the algorithm doesn't pick them up and yep. a, and i can't tell you how many times year in the past that you know i'd like they're coming to town tomorrow I didn't right. know about yeah, this. Exactly. How did I not know about this? So that's to me the the most beautiful part of trackers is as a fan, if I give them the permission to to, to alert me, I will never miss a show announcement as long as right. the band announces the show. Right. <laughs> right. I, I you know, I, I um if you allow uh, bands in town to uh, access your Spotify or Apple Music playlist. We will alert you just once. It's not annoying. It's you know, it's a hey, look what's coming to town. When anybody who's who is uh, who you is in your library is in your yep. Spotify library is right. coming close to you. That's awesome because I don't have time to track. You know the, the I mean, I love ten artists. I I mean, I really love ten artists. I love a hundred artists. But I'm interested in hundreds of artists. Yep. And if they're coming to town and I've got nothing to do I'm, and the ticket isn't too much, I'm down the street and, and at the show. But it's uh, but only if somebody tells me about it. You know, the best study I've, shown, I've seen is Live Nation says that 40 percent of all concert tickets or this is shows of all levels go unsold. And that's the seriously number one, right. And that the number one reason that they're they go unsold is people didn't know about the show. I, 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 still, I, I can I, see that. I could see yeah. that. I could still, you know, even though this great tool is out here, going back to where we started, I think there's a lot of artists that don't understand, first of all, the absolute importance of using it and then how to use it. Right. Yeah. And, right. and Bruce, can I, can I give you one more from my wish list? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a big data freak and, you know, I use all the platforms and I, and I love all of the Apple music for artists, Spotify for artists, all of that kind of stuff. And I would love, I, I don't know if it's possible for bands in town to release some of this information publicly, like when you, you can go to Google analytics and compare things. But I noticed that when, for example, when Chartmetric first launched, they had bands in town data. Um, they don't have it anymore. I don't believe Soundcharts has bands in town data. But I think by getting that out to where people look at metrics, um, I think that can only help them. And maybe making some form of it, and maybe it's something that shows up on Hypot, where you can compare artists or do something at a very high level it shows people the power and the beauty of all of that data. Well, let, let me just say we're, we're in talks with both of those companies. Um, so I, I suspect you'll see bands in town data, um, That'd on be great. Both, both, both of those dashboards. I'd also tell you that we're looking at, um, 
various ways to working with some data journalists, um, some analysts, et cetera, to put together some reports and white papers so that you can sort of measure yourself against all of the data. I mean, I, you know, they, they know what they have for data, but they've only really, I don't, I hope I'm not talking out of turn or insulting <laughs> my friends and colleagues, but I think they're only just starting to understand how valuable it is to people. And the fact that it is agnostic of any one promoter. I mean, we have great relationships with Live Nation and Ticketmaster and Eventbrite and all of the NAG, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, when when you look at at their data, it's just their data. And we sort of we have data spread across all of those platforms because people are coming through bands in town to buy tickets in those platforms. Yeah. And so it's yeah, it's 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 I I agree with you and uh, the people at Bands in Town agree with you. And, and uh, it seems that the industry is very interested in it. then it's just a question of, you know, what's the right way to deliver that data that's most useful. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So. So, Bruce, what what excites you the most in the um, near future with Hypebot and Bands in Town? Um. Uh, I, I think it's on a, me personally. I, my my whole mission with with Hypebot was to understand, uh, have some understanding of the changing music industry landscape, and then to be able to act perhaps as a filter and uh, you know inform uh, artists and and really anyone in the industry about um, you know the stuff that actually works. Uh, so for me, it's that end of bands in town. It's about how can we make it an even more useful tool? How can we teach people its usefulness? How, you know, look, um, getting our um, artists, et cetera, to install the widget on their on their website, the, the tour date widget, uh, it begins a relationship with with bands in town in terms of how data is shared and some things that we have on the on the uh, roadmap in terms of other things for artists, et cetera. So, you know, what's exciting for me is to make these tools better and teach people how to use them. You know, and, and let me, I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but as we've been talking, one, I'm going to give you sort of a, a hurdle that I encounter all the time with tour dates, and maybe this is something you can think about or there's some way that it can be addressed. But there's usually a team that's involved in this, meaning um, a booking agent is sending in dates, a manager gets the dates, there might be me, there might be me who then conveys information to the actual person who sits there and inputs it and pushes it live. The The big challenge is always accuracy and, and timely communication of the right information in that circle. And yeah. in the past, what what I've done is always, you know, you create a shared Google spreadsheet and it's like, guys, this is the master tour dates. This mm -hmm. is everything that's confirmed, in talks, been canceled. This is where you're going to put the city, the state, the country, the venue, the ticket link, the uh the 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 fan club on pre-sale, the mm -hmm. the American Express pre-sale, the public on sale. All this information, which all of us know, you know, there's a lot of this that flies around. But the challenge is getting that information in there and keeping it accurate so it can be populated out into bands in town and all the other areas that you've got to go with a, a tour date. 
it, I, I, you know, I don't know if there's an an enhancement to the the manager or the soon to be artist back end where it's it's like okay, you know, you can have multiple people feeding into this, but maybe all but one of them can only input information and never push it live. The only one yeah, person has the ability to push it live, yeah. and and it be, it becomes a yeah. a uh, or, you know a place where you deposit all of this communication um there is some talk about um being able to do a lot more in terms of inputting and then uh saving without publishing let's put it that way so yeah. that you can and there, there are some features already but i think we're going to improve those i mean in general i would say one of the things that that, that i like about fans in town is that multiple people do have access to the same account so i know for example that you know i own a booking agency and we book 2000 1800 2000 dates a year we via an via an api actually you know deliver every night the dates to bands in town and and it delivered to them on the on sale date so we know that by the next morning it will be up there. So we say to our artists, we're doing the delivery, you go do the editing. You know, in other words, if if you're worried, you don't have to think about it if you don't want to, but if, you, if you're worried or if you want things, uh, you know, done a different way, go in and do it. I, I don't, you know, I'm not quite sure how else else to do that, but we're, cer we're certainly open to that. I mean, I think that there's, you know, we have, we've been encouraging uh, the major agencies who often are not the ones, you know, the paradigms and way Morris's to deliver the tour dates. Sometimes they are, but they aren't always. We've given them accounts so they can go in and edit when there's a mistake. So it's 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 a tricky one, you know. It, you, no, it, on it, one, it you is. Wanna, yeah. You want to edit, limit access because you want somebody to be responsible. On the other hand, you don't. I don't say you. We don't want to limit access because we want any when there's a mistake or a update. We want the person who's closest to the computer to get it up there so no 100 percent. you know and and i'm thinking <laughs> along the lines of you know like in a wordpress backend or even facebook's pages you've got different levels of of admin access mm -hmm. you can only do x mm -hmm. amount of steps because i you know i've worked with clients where yeah it's very important that the manager have access but mm -hmm. you want to limit mm -hmm. the access because the manager doesn't the, let's put it this way. In the past, the manager's been known to go in there and delete a date when it was still confirmed or, or push something live what wasn't confirmed or, you know, the inaccuracy of of that. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you just want to say, yeah, you can put this information in, but you don't have right. access to make this show live. That may be possible. I mean, another thing that we do is a lot of the information, all the venue information just flies over. So you don't, you know, we've checked that as well as we can for accuracy. We're always updating that information. So you don't have to input sure. a lot of that yeah. stuff. That is accurate. So you can concentrate on your ticketing links, on, you know, on the date itself, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. It also reminds me, Michael, of this guest we had on not too long ago uh, from that company, Mizuka, yep. who's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, putting together bios, press releases, but mostly photos. So those are all accurate and up to date and all of that. Great. Man, you get that stuff tied in with these tour dates, yeah. everything together. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a game changer. That's yeah, I mean, it's it's another issue as well, or giving you more control. You have some control over your profile, but giving the artists more control over their profile so that they want to change things just like as you would in your Apple Music or Spotify. You, you know, yeah. and related to that, yeah. you know, an example I've encountered is, and, and I think, you know, one of my clients is Greg Kinn. Well, yeah. he's always had 
for the most part, everywhere. On all digital platforms, tour dates, two listings. The Greg Kin Band and yeah, Greg yeah. Kin. And and sometimes dates show up here, and you know, and not, not when we do it. When we do it, we put it on the Greg Ken band. But you 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 should reach out to um, you know the help desk, if you will, at Vance in Town. It might take a couple of days, but they'll combine those. Accounts. I was just going to say, but that 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 and, was the and, point. It would be uh, nice to have right. a quick. I own yeah. both these artists, and I want to merge them. Yeah, I've had some of those too, Michael. That's a good question. Right. I re represent the motels, and there was, hopefully it's been fixed, Martha Davis. Martha Davis and the motels and the motels. Right. So, you know, all those trackers become one. The, the company's happy to make that, that change. And then somebody would have to create a new artist, which they can do, but they have to create a new artist to, to, to make that mistake. So that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Easy yeah. to do. Yeah, I encourage people. I mean, you know, look, when you're dealing with... There are actually 500,000 artists. Now, they're not all active, but have registered and, and posted tour dates at some point in advance over the years. Wow. Have that That's a many, huge number. Right. So when you have, you're dealing with that many artists, keeping things accurate is, is you know, well, it's a, it's listen, sure. it's, it's, not a, it's not a bands in town problem. It's everybody's what? problem. I mean, you go into Spotify and you're like, there's actually three different artists of the same name all in one profile. It's yeah. actually the reverse problem on Spotify is they okay. by default throw everybody into the same profile. Yeah. When you're like, can I, this is my profile. Can I kick this other guy out? He's a rap star sure. using my name. Yeah. 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 No, it's, 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 you know, and it's why that's one of the reasons we like to make it easy for you to control your own, your own information so that you can correct it because we, you know, better than we do. Certainly. So, well, uh, this is awesome. This is really exciting. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, congratulations, con man. This yes, definitely congratulations. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes, we're, we're grateful and thankful for the, the support and sponsorship. But even before that happened, Jay and I were always big yeah. fans of, of both Hypebot and Bands in Town just because they actually do something that's valuable and, yeah. and, and artists need need to use or need to read absolutely well, and, and the them. core product is free i mean i always that, like to point that yeah. out yeah um, yeah and, and will be free for forever i mean there may be other things that we add and there's certainly the promoter product that allows you sure. to target certain kinds of fans etc that's a paid platform but you know at its core it's free and and we want it to stay that way so, yeah well awesome. continued success man that's great. Yeah. I, I I don't think we need to plug because everybody knows where to go find Hypebot and bands in town. <laughs> they better. But so but you, listen, if better by now. Can I, can I turn the tables? What, sure. What's your website? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Michael ahead, Brand MichaelBrandvold.com. Very simple. I, I was actually, I mean, you have, you're two different companies. So which one do you? I do. I I my main thing is Label Logic. Okay. Uh, Jeff Mosco and I are partners in Label Logic. Um, I have very few individual firm, is yeah, that right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Thank and you. Michael, for you're, 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 <laughs> no, I, no, I, well, you want to know the truth. I listen to everyone. I, I admit that I don't watch because I'm working. So I hit the sound club button. I watch and I actually come away from it thinking these guys plug themselves. They don't, you don't plug yourself enough. And, and of course some people plug themselves too little, but I'd like, you know, I'm, I'm giving the opportunity. You know, and, 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 and I, and I appreciate that. You know, yeah. it, my, my attitude has always been, it, it's funny, even though I joke I came from the KISS school of marketing, I'm a little bit more on the subtle side in that I want 
I want the content to sell. And if the content sells, then they will read the show notes or they'll go, okay, Google search. Boom. Done. So, so Jay, would you answer this question? Is that the first time you've heard kiss and subtle in the same sentence? <laughs> yeah, it's probably the yes, first time I've yeah. ever done that. Yes, you, don't, you don't hear those two words. No, never. Ever. So, yeah, they're not uh, subtle about their marketing, are they? All right. Thank All right. you guys very much. Bruce, Thanks Bruce, so thank, you, for thank you for Bruce, the update. Really we'll it. have you back in, you know, a couple months or obviously the door is open. If there's ever big announcements that you want to make regarding bands in town, let us know. You're always welcome. And, and I would just encourage people to sign up for the social, the new bands in town for artists social accounts and install that widget. And obviously, obviously keep your tour dates updated. So thank you. Yep. You got it. Thank you, Bruce. Always love having Bruce on as a guest. So much to say, so much yes. to contribute. And obviously, it was great getting the update as to HypeBot and bands in town. And, yep. you know, we don't have to say it again and again and again, but please, you should be using bands in town. You know, yeah. even, even if you want to do it all yourself and you don't want to hire somebody, get in there and use bands in town and understand what it is. There's super easy. It's super easy, and there's a lot of uh, very powerful tools. Um other than that, iTunes, we'd love it if you head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review for the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching or listening on YouTube. You can subscribe and follow on SoundCloud. Um, you can subscribe, obviously, on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. It means a lot to us. And uh, that's it. We did our plugs. Bruce made us yeah. do our personal plugs. So there that's you go. Awesome. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week.